Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of The Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated? This is America Unplugged. All right. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? It's America Unplugged right here on Rockfin. You know the deal. We have some technical difficulties today, but typically we do a good job at delivering this thing. So please cut us a a little bit of slack here. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Hope everybody is doing well. We're going to have pictures coming up soon. You'll be able to see us. And I'm here joined by the usual suspects. I think I think Tone is 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 a little tied up right now. So we'll go to him in just a sec. Donald Jeffries, the legendary. What is going on, sir? How are you? Welcome Good. to your show. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. It's always a pleasure. I always look forward to uh, America Unplugged Saturday. It's uh, just the three of us today. Lately, we've been, it's been getting crowded in here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, after after last week, you know, we, we, we needed some time to unwind, just have the crew that's it. It's too it's too crowded in here. We need a bigger house. You understand? But um, what's going on? What, what what happened this week? Tell us about your shows and everything you had going on. Well, we had B Lady yesterday. It's very interesting. Uh, Marianne Hanine. She's a fascinating woman. She was in Hollywood. Uh, she's her documentary about the bees was in her, was uh, narrated by Ellen. Well, when she was Ellen Page, when Elliot was Ellen, so she knows a lot. You know, a lot of these celebrities, and she used to work in the business. Now she's working on something about George Floyd. And uh, I don't know, she she brought up something that was incredible. She claims George Floyd's sister was wearing the uh, I Can't Breathe shirt the day after the incident, which I don't know about you guys, but I don't know. Tony's, Tony's a businessman. Can you can you manufacture and get something produced that quickly? I, <laughs> yeah, I don't no, think it's so. Pos- it's possible <clears throat> if you really work on it, but I can tell you, like, I get mad when I can't get something in at least three weeks for shirts. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just <clears throat> plus, would that would that be the first thing a grieving family member would do? You know, that's why people doubt all these things. Anyhow, so it's a fascinating conversation. We talked about everything. She's, uh, you know, it's very fascinating. And, uh, you know, here to talk about this, I, I can't wait to talk about uh, Martha's Vineyard, you know, one of mm-hmm. the many, res- many, one, many resorts I'll never be at, but uh, <laughs> it's in the news and it's <laughs> very interesting. Uh, I'll put that one up there with Mar-a-Lago, Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Um, uh, and Tony Arterburn is here, ladies and gentlemen. He is back. I, What's I'm going back. on, sir? What well, it's great to be here. I, I had some technical difficulties, uh, and I, uh, my show's been having some issues with my, I tried once again, I was fine this morning and then we froze up. So, uh, with all the generous donations on Rockfin, I'm going to get a new desktop today. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. You, you, yeah. Your mic is, is, is not as sharp as it typically is also yeah. for some yeah. reason. Um, but you're good. We can hear you. And, and it's it's going to be fine. We're going to put together a show for everybody here at America Unplugged on Rockfin, AmericaUnplugged.com. You know how much we appreciate it. And we got a tip by no voter ID. Five dollars. Thank you, buddy. How you doing? Thank you for joining us. I don't remember seeing your name. So uh, we, we, we're happy to have you. no voter ID. All right. Let's get to it. So we didn't get to talk about the queen. Because 9-11, we did the 9-11 roundtable. The queen is dead, and it's no longer uh, God save the queen. And I got to tell you, um, it was uh, really weird for me because my entire life it's been God save the queen. Not that I ever uttered that, utter, you know, I'm saying it now. But I never said it in a way that I was like, you know, meaning it. I just, uh, you know, it's something you hear. And now it's God save the king. I am not a fan of the monarchy. Uh, or any monarchy across the world. These people are, are glorified uh, welfare recipients living off the, the, the money and the hard work of the people. You know, and, and I looked up, um, you know, because, I mean, you can't say a bad thing about the queen, right? Uh, unless, unless you go to, uh, 
Like Democracy Now! had some people on that that really tore her apart, you know. But if you go to like CNN or Fox, you're not going to hear a bad thing. I mean, she is like, I mean, the greatest woman to ever live. Uh, breaker of ceilings, the mother of dragons, all that, you know, is is what it's what she is or she was. So I looked up her accomplishments. I'm like, what did she ever do? And it's a whole shitload of nothing. And the biggest thing that they had was her charitable act. So what did she do? She gave away the money that she took from the people and gave it back to the people. What, what did what, what did she do here? You understand? I, I, I don't understand it. And now they're saying that Prince Harry is going to inherit billions and billions of dollars. No shit. You know, like, I mean, come on. Everybody knows how, how rich these people are. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I was never a fan. I don't understand it. But there are people lining up outside like King Jum Il died. If you remember going back to seeing that in, in, in those videos, people losing their minds. Of course, they were forced to do that. But these people are willingly going up to Buckingham Palace and laying flowers down there. And acting like like it's the end of the world. I don't get it. It's like people want to be slaves. And, and, and looking up to somebody that's done absolutely nothing and is there because of, 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 of a supposed birthright. I don't get it. Tony, we're coming to you. The queen is dead. We have King Charles, or whatever the hell his name is. God save the king. What's going on? Well, if you were going to be insensitive, you could talk about uh, or ask the question, did she die because her former husband came back as a deadly virus? As reincarnated? <laughs> you, you could you could make that argument. But I think what you what you said is really apt. And that is, what did she actually do? Did she right. stand for peace? Did she want to end wars and suffering? Did she want to uh, keep, uh, you know, personal sovereignty intact? Did she did she fight for liberty? Did she fight for decency? I don't I didn't see those things. I it was more of the same. Right. And, uh, you know, there's uh, pe there's very smart people like James Perloff, who was written about how basically civilization has declined since we took out so many of these monarchies with revolutions like the American Revolution and breaking away from from Great Britain and the French Revolution and so on and so forth. I don't agree with his side and I don't agree with the other side either, which is um, and not to say that James is a really smart guy and he makes some good points. But, you know, there was I think Don's probably familiar with this quote from the uh, French encyclopedist Diderot. He said uh, the world will never be free until the last king is strangled with the entrails of the last priest. Yeah. And I, that's that's a very yeah. radical enlightenment view about destroying the ancien regime and all that in the ruling class. I'm more of a middle road. I just don't believe in the ruling class. I think they've done a, a disgustingly terrible job. If you look at our current reality, it's it's based off of their decision making. I mean, the world is a worse off place because of the people that have had power. And the queen was responsible for that. And, and so many. Th I mean, again, do you recall when she's been outspoken trying to end wars? I, I can't think of one time. This has been a continuity of, of the corruption of the ruling class that continues. And she was a part of that. I don't, you know, I, I don't want to be insensitive, but I mean, be insensitive. She wasn't, I'm, I'm, you know, these people are insensitive to us. Well, I don't want to, again, it's, it's because of the, not just because of who she was, but just, you know, talking ill of the dead. I'm not going to jump and jump up yeah. and down on her grave. I guess that's what I'm saying. But, mm -hmm. you know, you, you look at these people, the Windsors, the house of Windsor. And I was talking yesterday on my show <laughs> for King Charles now. He went to Romania, I think, back in 2016 to bolster tourism because he's related to Vlad the Impaler, which is Dracula. <laughs> and he said, I go to Romania. It's in my blood. And uh, mm -hmm. so these people are literally related to Dracula. I covered that in my show yesterday. And uh, I mean, they're not they're, the ruling class are not good people. They're not they're not deserving of all this, you know, fanfare. And I mean, every news network is like, what are Prince? What is where Harry and Meghan going to do? I mean, who cares, man? The world's the world's collapsing. Right. No. What is, uh, you know, so many, so many young children around the world that lose their parents and they're flat freaking broke. Huh? What are they going to do? You know, like, I mean, listen, I, I, I'm I'm not insensitive to losing a mother. Right. And 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 that was their mother and their grandmother, you know, and, and I, I get that. That sucks. Right. For them. Right. But it, ultimately. Um, looking at what, uh, at, at British colonial rule and, and what they have done and not the British people. 
I, I, I think I was British in my past life. Okay, just just, just to say, because I I love a lot of a lot of British culture, but but the monarchy, and and what they uh, promoted throughout the world, and still to this day, there are so many countries that the realm, you know, and the Commonwealths and all this, fuck that. You know, like, I mean, since when? Like, like stop the nonsense already. It's 2022, right? You're not going around wearing a crown for no freaking reason playing princess. Knock it off, right? And and the people, it has to start with the people of England. They need to stop the nonsense already and say, you know what? Um, I'm not going to subscribe to this anymore. I'm, I'm not going to be a part of it anymore, right? I'm not going to call you my queen. And then, then you know, openly... Oh, this is the first time King Charles is addressing his subjects. I'm like, I'm not your fucking subject. <laughs> you know, get the hell out of here. You know, he's addressing his subjects and and uh, all all the people around the world, you know, are respecting, you know, um the sovereign. I'm like, the fuck out of here. Like uh, and, and then um what is it? Uh, um what's the new lady? Uh I, I forget her name. Oh yeah, yeah. The new prime minister. No. Trust, yeah. trust. 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 Right. <laughs> She goes and, and openly right before the queen dies. Right. She goes over to the queen to get approval. And then they say this woman doesn't have any power. And they're like, you know, oh, it's ceremonial. Screw that. Um, 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 she had to go get approval to, 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 to be able to be the prime minister of England, the head of state. She was she is the head of state. Admittedly, now throughout everything, she, you know, and, and now King Charles is the head of state. They have to go. And so this is not ceremonial. These people carry real power for nothing because they've done nothing. Want to talk about democracies or republics or whatever? They're, they're not elected. Who elected these people? Who elected them to rule? They don't have a direct link to God, and, and, and that's what they, they go by. Oh, I'm the king, and that's why they wear these crowns, because it's supposed to, you know, illuminate their freaking heads, and they look like, 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 like they're standing in front of the sun. Get the fuck out of here. This is bullshit. Go, go ahead, Don. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, and that's what we fought a war for independence over. That's why it's, it's really distressing to see Americans uh, be, and there's so many. And again, it's, it's the same stupid left that embraces everything else largely. I mean, I guess some conservatives do too, but, mm -hmm. uh, that play this Royal culture and they treat them. I mean, that really started with lady Diana, princess Diana and Charles. I mean, she became a real celebrity in pop culture and American pop culture for some reason. And, uh, it's still, it, it, these are antiquated things. Uh, I, I don't know why the prime minister go ask the queen friend. I, I don't think any, sovereign in England has really made any kind of real decision for, I don't know when the last time was, obviously a very long time ago. But so they are just, I think, just ceremonial kind of archaic dinosaur beings, but they are very wealthy. Billy Ray described it uh, perfectly when he said they're, uh, you know, glorified welfare recipients. That's exactly what they are. And you talk about entitled. So, uh, but I, I don't, I don't really blame, you know, I, I like, I, I don't really blame a lot of the wealthy people. I, I blame the system that produces them, but something, I mean, you know, if any of us were born into that situation, if we were princes, uh, I don't know, it would take a lot of character <laughs> to question that. I mean, you, you'd never have to work. I mean, you're, you know, you have every, everything done for you, uh, you have servants all along, you, you know, that you're set financially forever. And as you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, queen, uh, the queen's so-called charitable activity, as far as I can figure, they do, they don't do a whole lot less than most CEOs do, but I mean, they do a lot of ribbon cutting and christening of ships and things like that. And I don't know anybody that would call it work, it, it, but it, it is ridiculous and they don't fit into our time period. I think maybe some people like them because they bring back visions of a, uh, of a colorful history. Freaking you know, King back, Arthur or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, I think I think they're you know maybe fantasizing about that. Right. But uh, they don't. So I certainly I'd like to see them like somebody like Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, she could have. Uh, she just took advantage of an incredible situation. I mean, I, I would like to see one of them say, "Hey, you know what, God, we've got billions of dollars, and you know we really don't. Do, I mean, we we really don't need much because we've got Buckingham Palace. We've got uh, <laughs> what's a Windsor estate. I mean, they got several estates. Uh, so." I, you know, we get shelter, the best shelter. We've got all these these paid for servants and guards and everything. So we really don't need a whole lot of money. So, yeah, it'd be nice to, the, to see them help out like the poorest people in England. But, you know, we, our people here don't do that. 
Yeah. You know, they, they, we, they see, we, I wrote a whole book about survival of the richest, and I certainly didn't really talk very much about the royal family in there, but obviously that was what America was supposed to be. We, we broke away from that. We wanted to be a meritocracy, and obviously a monarchy is the opposite, the antithesis of a meritocracy, because as you mentioned, these people are blue bloods. I don't know, maybe they actually have blue bloods. Maybe they're, you know, maybe they're reptilians. You know, a lot of people think they're, they're reptilians. I don't know, but they're not like you and me. And uh, they're born into the situation and they're considered, uh, you know, obviously they're the furthest thing from merit. I mean, how do you, how do you work at becoming a king or a queen or something? I guess you could say, you know, Lady Diana was pretty, so she got picked. And uh, Kate Middleton, you know, was pretty, so she got picked. <laughs> you know, is that really, I don't think that's a meritocracy. So uh, Americans should, uh, the British, okay, they're, again, they, they have one foot maybe in the past. And so, the people that remember the past, they think it's a charming, uh, you know, they see the crown jewels and the carriage and all this. It reminds them of their the coronation. It reminds them of these great, the great history they have, which is, as you mentioned, is not, it's a history of, um, you know, empire and some, you know, pretty bad things they did all around the world. But the empire is pretty much shattered. So again, it just, they really are kind of the last anachronism in England. They're the last thing really left of their history. So maybe that's why so many cling to it. But uh it's very sad to see so many Americans embracing it, but they do it again out of the Lady Diana pop culture thing. And that's why, uh, what's her name? Harry and Meghan Markle are so popular because uh, Meghan Markle has a foot in Hollywood. So they're, you know, again, they love these, these celebrity things and they don't question, but, you know, we'll get to that later about what the left doesn't question, but they certainly should, if they're concerned about poverty and helping out the poor, then they ought to question why we have this this inherited wealth like that, where people get uh, paid this incredible amount of money to do nothing. You know, they're 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 doing absolutely nothing that we can figure other than just making appearances and waving to the crowd. You know, and that's. Uh, but you know, I don't know. We don't have too many people apparently. You know, we, you know what the people Americans think. Tony and I have talked about this many times. What Americans think of <laughs> the founding fathers now? So I, I would you, probably, I would guess, maybe if you did a poll, who's more popular, Queen Elizabeth or Thomas Jefferson? I, yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know that Jefferson would win that poll in America 2.0. No, but people don't even know who Thomas Jefferson is here in America. I mean, it, everybody knows the Queen. Yeah. He, he would he lose uh, decisively. Go ahead, Don. Sorry. No, that's true, and I th I think that again, it's it's a uh, so it's really kind of sad because you know we won obviously we we supposedly won the war for independence, but we've uh, so many other things that I talk about in my writings about hidden history where we really didn't. The consent of the governed was was shattered during the Civil War. Uh, right. Taxation without representation. Anybody that thinks you have representation <laughs> in Washington D.C. think again, but you have taxation. Mm -hmm. But uh, and now you have the, the, the kind of the trifecta because Americans are still worshiping the monarchy in England that we broke away from. So I just but I, I like Tony uh, and I'm that kind of person, too. I don't like if Hillary Clinton died, I wouldn't go pee on her grave. I mean, it just I, I don't I, I just don't you know, I, I don't feel comfortable doing that. And so, and, and again, she, I'm glad, I'm yeah, glad. Don. Well, yeah, but I mean, some people do, because I mean, you, you see the horrible things. I mean, I saw some awful things said about that. Queen at burning hell and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm, maybe she will. I don't know. But no, I, I, I go, go ahead, Don. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm so I, I just I think both extremes are uh, mm -hmm. are wrong. Never clearly, you know, I, I don't I don't know why anyone American would uh, support the monarchy, but I, I don't feel a reason to uh, as, as if I could consign her to hell anyhow. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. She'll she'll meet her you know, judgment like everybody else. But uh, right. I, I don't see any reason to. Uh, to cheer and, and and people again people do that all the time now and somebody they hate dies they, they and i just i don't understand that because it's a, it's not no death is going to change that that much anyhow so like i said if hillary clinton dies she's the queen of the deep state but it's not like okay we're not corrupt anymore <laughs> great right. you know it's right. a, it doesn't change a thing so I, go ahead. no i i mean i'm not peeing on anybody's grave either you know but but i fully understand uh, how people from Africa and Kenya can lose their minds over this when, when, uh, you know, I think in Kenya, they had a, a four day um, mourning period for the queen. And they're like, well, what the hell? Like there were people <laughs> coming out and saying they, they caused so much harm. 
to, yeah. and these are people that have been directly affected that their family members have died as a result of, of British colonial rule, you know, or just yeah. colonization in general. And, um, and, and they, they have no love for the queen. So if they want to come out and say, what are you doing? You know, uh, I, I, I'm listening. I want to know, you know, and, and I understand and I'm not going to shun people for that and say, well, maybe you shouldn't, you know, maybe you shouldn't say this stuff about the queen and they'll come at me, but like, who the hell are you to say that I shouldn't say this? You know, um, because they've gone through it. You know, the, the queen uh, and uh, and the crown have committed crimes throughout the country, through, throughout the world, man. Like, I mean, it's it's one of the most uh, glorified criminal empires in the history of mankind. What these people have done, you know. So I get it. I get the anger. You know, I get I get the disrespect. Even though I, you know. Um, I mean, I, I guess, man, I, I get it is all I want to say. Like, I, I understand when people are yeah, pissed I off, too. right? I, I understand. And even, you know, Boris Johnson had to go resign to her also. Like a resignation. He had to go, hey, listen, Queen, I can't do this anymore. I'm, you know, I suck at my job. And the Queen is like, okay, fine. You know, but they, they have to do these things. I'm just saying, I think I think the ceremonial aspect, even though you can definitely make an argument for what it is they do, because like Don said, they just go, you know, they wave their hands and they keep it moving. But damn it, why, why do we have to do this then? What, what's, what's the point of keeping up a, a, a ceremonial aspect of a resignation and a blessing to, to take the job? If these things don't happen, they can't become... They, 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 they uh, she can't, uh, like, trust couldn't become the prime minister if she didn't get the queen's blessing. So what are we looking at here? Why is she still on, on currency throughout the world? You still see her face. You know, wh wh why, why do so many countries around the world still have a connection to the British crown? Canada. You know, so many, so, so many uh, of the realms and the Commonwealth, so, you know, it, it's incredible. You know, a lot of the Caribbean, it's just it's just nuts to me. I don't understand it. Um, and even the fascination here in the United States, right? The people here in the United States and, and, and Don would know better. Right. He said he said it's it's because of 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 Diana, of Princess Diana. Um, so it's always been a thing in my lifetime, you know, yeah. but you, you would know better. I don't I don't know if they had enough. You know, they love the queen from the beginning here. I, I don't know. But Princess well, I, Diana I, is a royal. Um, yeah, I mean, she's I, always I, I, a royal and they made her out to be a commoner. Like, oh, it's just this regular girl that he found. And now yeah, they fell yeah. in love. No, 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 man. She's filthy rich. She's connected to royalty. Yeah. Megan Merkel. And they, they tried to make a whole deal out of her. Oh, look at the racism. Oh, she's black. Mm -hmm. Oh, we can't have her. Oh, no, what's going on here? She's a royal. Yeah. Look it up. Like, I am not, I am not related to the Queen of England. I am not related to Vlad Paler. I am not. Okay. <laughs> so you can, don't make the argument that everybody's related in some way, shape, or form. No. They are directly related to these people, you know. So right. they're the same people again. Don, I see you, and then I'm going to Tony. What's up, Don? No, well, and if you and if you look at if you look at Hollywood, and I I wrote about some of this in Survival of the Wretches. There's so many people in Hollywood right. that are that are have this royal lineage too. They're all in political. So I I think Barack Obama does, which is you know mm, he's got definitely some, yeah. you know, and again because yeah. he's he's not all black folks, and he <laughs> uh, was raised by white people. <laughs> And, uh, and now he's in Martha's Vineyard, which we're going to talk about soon. He's, let's, let's he's, do that soon. <laughs> he's representing that hood. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so it's, you know, when, when you see all of these elite connections and the fact that they seem to share a lot of DNA or whatever, and again, it gives credence to, uh, and I, I think, you know, for instance, American presidents, I believe that only Martin Van Buren is the only, I don't know why it was Martin Van Buren, but the only president we've ever had that wasn't, they all, all the rest of them are related in some way to each other. Mm, you know, mm -hmm. they're Ted's cousins or whatever, but, or, but uh, they are, I think the Yippies were the first one back when the left had some interesting stuff, the Abby Hoffman and the Yippies, I think they were the first one that traced the lineage of presidents. But uh, so, you know, these things, uh, the, the elite are related. It's obvious. Right. And uh, so these are all, but these are obviously the most, uh, entitled and of, of all of the elite because they get, you know, there's Brad Pitt and all those guys, they have to like fight their way up the ladder with their connections or whatever to become in Hollywood, even though they are, they do have, you know, some kind of relations. Like you said, you and I, you know, we're, 
we're going to look at our family backgrounds. We're not going to find any presidents. You know, we're <laughs> certainly not going to find any royal people. Right. But uh, these guys in Hollywood that end up there in the music business, they shockingly do. But they're not quite uh, at the level of the British royal family, which is like the apex, you know, where they're they, they don't even have to act in crummy movies or anything. They can just you know, wave to the crowd. Right. I wonder if we're related to some very famous conspiracy theorist, like in time. You know, maybe maybe we can <laughs> maybe we can trace our lineage that way. Tony, what's up, buddy? Well, I mean, just to go back to the Queen, I I would feel the same if, like, say, a carjacker got hit by a bus in front of my shop and died. I'd be like, oh, let's right. you know, pray pray for him. You know, right. that's the kind of the same thing. I don't dance on their graves, I, but I, I I think that we should hold the ruling class in absolute contempt. Right. I think the yeah. entire political and ruling class has turned this planet into a spinning disaster. We're on the brink of collapse of our civilization, our society, our economy, everything. Human, right. Humankind is on the brink because of our ruling class, so they should all be held in contempt. It's time for new systems. It's time for new ideas. The, the, the direction that they've taken us uh, to the precipice, it needs to be recognized by people, and the queen is certainly part of that. I don't see anybody in the upper echelons of power doing anything to correct uh, this path that we're on. They're all trying to take us into a great reset. Now you see King Charles, you know, he, he put this out last year about, you know, working to bring about the great reset and the new plans. And so, you know, con convenient. He's now he's the King and he's ready to go and ready to rock and roll for Klaus Schwab. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you tone. Listen, uh, at the end, at the end of the day, um, oh, I want to talk about this. I, I, I reached out to my guy, Mark Devlin, just to get his thoughts on, uh, on uh, what happened to the queen. I'm like, hey, the queen is dead. What are your thoughts? And, um, and he's like, here are my thoughts. And he sent me a video that he did. And uh, he thinks, and a lot of people believe this, right? That the queen has been dead for some time now, right? And that it's been CGI, what you've been seeing, right? Or, or pre-recorded stuff. And uh, for some reason, now they decided to come out and say that she was dead. I can't find a reason why they did it on the day that they did it. I, I have no idea. But uh, what do you think of that as a possibility? Do you think she's been dead for quite some time and they're just uh, releasing it now like they did Osama bin Laden? What's up, Tom? Well, you go back to the movie The Running Man, Whitman, Price, and a dog. You know, they have the promotional thing where the three guys are on the island. They won the thing, and then they go <laughs> and find the skeletons later. You know, right. Arnie finds the skeleton. I think that's uh, possible, right? The same thing with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Nobody could find her. She never made public, public appearances. Yeah. Somehow made rulings, like, and everybody's, just, you know, there's that famous meme of her, like, on a, like her torso on a rolling cart, you know, they're pushing her <laughs> through the airport. I, I, I don't know, but I think it's possible. I mean, they will do... Uh, what they have to do or what they feel like they can get away with now, which is pretty much anything. So anything, put it past them. right. It's anything. What's up? What are your thoughts on that, Don? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've also, you know, lots of people and when anybody famous at that level, when they die, uh, a lot of people think they're not actually dead either. They're just carted off stage, you know, that they have, uh, you know, that they, they're joining. <laughs> she could be on an Island with uh, you know, uh, Jeffrey Epstein for all we know, you know, and they, and they may have had some cross connections there, you know, cause there's uh I'm still trying to find the source for it, but there's this, you know, really intriguing rumor that they, that I think back in the seventies or eighties, I forget what it was, but Tony's probably heard it where they're supposedly a bunch of kids disappeared around uh, on the grounds of Buckingham state. Right, I, but I, right, but, right, but right. I, I can't, I can, and I, I won't go with anything unless there's a source. It's, it's, right, right. it's the same story on like millions of conspiracy websites, but I want to find out the source for, I don't doubt it. And then I've you heard. had, well, what was it like about 10, 15 years ago where you had the naked man member film that was escaping, climbing out of Buckingham Palace? Yes. Why I would a naked man? One. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like what, 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 what was that all about? I mean, that doesn't even make any sense. But uh, so there, there are shenanigans, obviously. And again, that's what happens, I guess, when you have people that may or may not have reptilian blood or whatever the hell they have blue blood or whatever. But uh, when, when you, you know, what is what they used to say, the Christians used to say, uh, idle mind is a devil's workshop. Well, you don't get many minds that are more idle than the Royals. Right. I mean, literally they, their entire life is spent in idleness. So they got plenty of time to look around and think of perversions or participate in things. So who knows what they were doing there, but, but God rest her soul. 
I think that naked man was Boris Johnson, for the record. (laughs) (laughs) A young, strapping Boris Johnson. Imagine that. Still had the same head of hair, too. Um, So, uh, A-Track, what's up? Uh, Ann Christ gave us five bucks. Thank you very much, Ann. We appreciate you. Colin Wysong is in the chat. I want to say what's up to my boy. How you doing, brother? Um, And uh, A-Track hit me up. A-Track Brown. Shouts to him. When... um, when she died, when the queen died, he was like, hey, the queen is dead. And he tells me, uh, well, now we know that reptilians are not immortal, you know, because because <laughs> she passed away. And I told him, well, she was only half reptilian. That's why she passed away. You know, this is so the reptil- actual full reptilians are immortal, ladies and gents. We can never expect them to die. But anyway, in all seriousness, the, the queen, in, in my opinion, man, I mean, like Don alluded to, right? She was born into this, right? And how many people would give that up, right? How many people would right. say no? But she held on to it till her last breath. She yeah. would not relinquish the throne for <laughs> anything in the world. Yeah. She loved being the queen and everything that came along with it. You know, and I'm like, you are disgusting person. Um, she's dead. God bless her. I, you know, but, uh, in life, I would have said she was disgusting. So I'm not going to change what I'm, what I would think of her in death. Um, that's it. I don't mean to pass judgment, but that's exactly what I just did. So it is what it is. All right. What did you want to talk about, Don? What did you want to talk about? Um, as far as Martha's vineyard, you know, Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we, we, you know, we thought we had, we thought we had bad problems in the United States because, uh, you know, we had food shortages, water shortages, talking about people might not have heat this winter, but just think of what the people in Martha's Vineyard went through for that excruciating 24 hour period <laughs> when their tropical, their not tropical, mm. but their, their elite paradise was invaded by 50 illegal immigrants or migrants, whatever the hell you call them, 50 Damn. 50 of them. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a wonder. I mean, I used to imagine the panic and the terror and the running around all the buffies going crazy. And, uh, you know, this, but this is, this was when I first heard about it, I, I thought this was a stupid ploy. You know, I, I didn't really like the idea of, cause really, I mean, I think if you're going to get control of the border, if you do something, you have to address the criminally corrupt immigration policy. And so if these people didn't obey our immigration laws, if they're here, basically to provide cheap labor and be exploited, but in the process, lowering working class wages, which I talked all about in Survival of the Richest, the left won't look at that, then um, obviously this is this is a huge problem that we need something about it, but you need to get them out of the country. You need to, you make to actually have to process them like you used to do all immigrants. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't want to do that. And now nobody, I mean, Trump talked about it, but in one of his, probably his greatest of all his many failings, he did nothing. He just talked about it and tweeted about it, but he didn't actually do, I don't think he, I think he deported fewer people than Obama did, who's about, you know, and, and again, I hate to say much about Obama because he's traumatized as well, because he's a member of that Martha's Vineyard community that just suffered this tremendous invasion there. So, uh, you know, the, so, so, but the, the idea that, that, uh, so I thought it was a stupid idea, but DeSantis really, he obviously, he really drew the roaches out in the light because you saw what happened. Now, nothing, you know, unfortunately, it's sad because we have a brief moment of entertainment. We're entertained, liberal hypocrisy on parade. Uh, you see how absurd these people are. These are the same people that have been allowing immigrants to be a bust and flown at taxpayers' expense, flown all over the country, and just by coincidence into areas that are, you know, strongly Republican. Uh, and that's fine. They're not being exploited. You know, they're saying they didn't even know where they were going. Did they know where they were going before? And what? And why would they object to going to Martha's Vineyard? If I'm an illegal immigrant coming from God knows what kind of poverty, if they think <laughs> this, is, this is an upgrade, America 2.0, because we're a banana republic ourselves now. Right. But if if you come here from wherever the hell they are, maybe living in a mud hut, I don't know. Maybe they don't have heat, they don't have air conditioning. I have no, certainly not cable TV, probably. They come over here and they go to the crown jewel, Martha's Vineyard, where you have all these, you know, these glittering white people and their man, big mansions and everything. Uh, <laughs> I, you would think, wow, I hit the jackpot, right? 
So really, you tell me those migrants were objecting to going to Martha's Vineyard? No, I want to go, you know, I want to go to uh, Wyoming. You know, I mean, I, don't, <laughs> I mean, but this but this is what the left has said. And they're actually saying they they actually had the audacity to say they were being exploited. Right, right. As if the whole deck or decades worth of exploitation. That's that's what this all is. Right. They they import the poorer people than we have in our country. And now that we have so many poor people, it's hard to find. But they're they're finding these incredibly poor people who have nothing, who will ask no questions, who just crossing the border are entering a, a better life because they're going to get free health care when your own citizens can't get free health care. People are dying every day because they can't afford health care. But illegals have to have it. Because that cheap labor is nothing is more valuable. Our, our, our elite are like heroin addicts for cheap labor. They have to be injected with this cheap labor. They have to have it. And so that's why it's a never-ending supply of it. And uh, this, this finally brought it into the light briefly. Because, again, I, there's no end to watching these, these Hollywood celebrities and these absurd people on MSNBC and stuff. They'll justify everything. And they quick, quickly turned it into... And it was a, a ploy by DeSantis. Yeah, it was maybe you know maybe a ridiculous ploy, but it worked to expose the hypocrisy. And if nothing else, it was entertaining. It won't change anything. But I I, I would and I hope the other Republican governors and that's what they are, uh, especially G G Abbott, who's in the epicenter of this. I mean, you think that just look what happened with what the Democratic Massachusetts governor did. Less than twenty four hours, the National Guard is right there to take care of the situation. Now, you will never see a Republican governor do that. But that's the difference. I mean, we do have a two-party duopoly, but the Democrats will act. And it's always an acting against the interests of the people, typically, but, but they will always act. The Republicans won't. They just talk. And this you have the they've been, especially Arizona and Texas, those governors should have had, they should have had uh, a state militia down there. They should have had troops themselves. If the federal government won't, they should have used the National Guard. And now, again, the door is open. If I'm a Republican advisor, the first thing I'm going to tell Abbott is, okay, you know what you need to do? Massachusetts has set the precedent. You put the National Guard out there and do their job. But they won't because they're Republicans. They'll yeah. apologize. That's the, oh, I don't know what DeSantis is thinking. You know, it's, 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 it's but it's, it's entertaining to watch. But uh, it's, you know, when you just see some of these, these stupid things, these uh, celebrities were tweeting out and uh, what the people on the media were doing, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling. Because on the surface, it, it showed that th this is the essence, and people talked about it for a long time, people, so-called liberals in their, um, you know, in their, in their towers, their elite towers, where they, uh, they're, they're Ivy Towers where they don't have to deal with this. Now, this is, you know, they, they talk about diversity as their strength. That's their credo. The problem is there's no diversity around them at all. None. Except for the brown people that they, you know, pay a pittance to mow their lawns, maybe. That's about it. But they're, they're certainly not around it. So they should have been overjoyed at finally all this diversity being brought to them. But instead, they freaked out. They went nuts. And they had, one, one of them actually called them trash and tweeted out and actually called. This is a good stand. I forget the guy's name. But he actually tweeted out about uh, this is like dumping your trash. In, I mean, they, they called them trash. Now, just imagine if Trump or somebody said that. They were, so, but this is how, because in reality, those people are the most prejudiced people on earth because they don't have to deal with anybody that's not white and rich or like a Barack Obama, somebody that's not white, but's in their league is just as wealthy as they are. And is, you know, it, it doesn't really matter at that point, but for them to deal with this kind of poverty and especially look what they're dealing with. They're dealing with a situation where they, you, you can't communicate with them. Right. Well, guess what? That's been part of the process all along. Is it some of us been complaining about Does it make any sense to try to incorporate people into society and you're speaking different languages but that's what they've been doing. So they're horrified. Oh my God, Buffy, what's he saying? You know, they don't, they don't have any idea. And so it's great to see the hypocrisy, however short it is, but I hope maybe another Republican governor gets the idea and farms some more migrants out too. I, I, I would uh, suggest Sun Valley, Idaho, uh, Vail, Colorado, Greenwich, Connecticut, <laughs> lots of great white exclusive areas that would be perfect for diversity that need that diversity to be injected into their community. So 
let's go. Diversity is our strength. <laughs> what's up, Tone? What you got? <laughs> what's that? What's that rage song about rolling down Rodeo? Maybe with a shotgun. Album. These people ain't seen a brown skinned man since their grandparents bought one. Go ahead. Well, yes. I just want to say for the for the record, I'm not a glittering white person. The uh, the description. <laughs> you kind of glitter to me, bro. Every time I see you, I, I, think, I think that's more of a class thing. I look. I I have a my pillow. I have. I live in a cabin. <laughs> I, I live in a cabin that looks like Ted Kaczynski's, and I broadcast yeah. on shortwave like any good yeah. working class conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I don't know any glittering whiteies either, but uh, these people are glittering. Uh, really. both, both of you guys glitter to me. <laughs> oh, we all look alike. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. Uh, I, I, I really agree with Don. I mean, when DeSantis does this, if it's not, you know, Cuban refugees or something, if it's people that are from, you know, uh, South America and they've crossed the border through a border state and they go to Florida and he does it since people to Martha's Vineyard, I think that's appropriate. You know, that's a good statement because he's not a border state uh, governor like Governor Abbott. See, Governor Abbott doing it, that's dereliction of duty. That's actually criminal. That's like that's a criminal act for, I agree. Him, for him not to embrace his own duty by securing the southern border of right. texas he's neglected that his entire career he's a i love the republic cuck or the cuck conservative uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh uh moniker don very good and you know that's something that you know abbott made a joke i think in 2015 i've never forgotten it about the dallas cowboys and uh, he'd just gotten elected and he said uh the dallas cowboys have a, a more wide open defensive line than the southern border and i'm like Damn. you know people die because you don't secure that border <laughs> greg you know, like you literally, <laughs> literally people die and he knows that and he continues to leave it open. So, yeah, the hope and I, I hate telling people this, but the hope is not in the Republican Party. The hope is not in these political class hacks. Um, I do think that, again, people that are non-border state governors. Yeah. And you're getting flooded. Send them to Martha's Vineyard or send them to uh, <laughs> send them to Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills. <laughs> yes. Do that. That's fine. But uh, I think we should hold people like Greg Abbott in contempt. Right. I know. I think I think both of you guys made some really valid points. And and I'm in the middle of this somehow. Um, I, I Ron DeSantos raised a ton of freaking money, apparently. Uh, he's, he's raising a ridiculous amount of money. Um, Trump is busy uh, embracing QAnon. Uh, I, I think DeSantos will smack him at this point, you know, if, if, if he keeps doing that and DeSantos keeps doing what he's doing. Uh, and, and I understand. I understand exposing, you know, the hypocrisy of these people on the left when, when you know, he's like, well, why don't you take them at Martha's Vineyard? I, I, I get that. But I do think ultimately it's a self-inflicted wound on the country, right? They're, you know, uh, you're yeah. sending them to another part of the United States. It's all of us. We're, we're not yeah. really solving anything. We're just bickering back and forth and like, no, you take them. No, you take them. No, you take them. <laughs> Right. You know, um, and um, and, and I think what you said about uh, tone about about the border is is 100 percent. You know, uh, that's a crime. If you don't secure that border, it is a crime. Right. And and so all of these people are complicit in in allowing, you know, um, um, people that aren't coming here legally and staying in the country. That's a you great know, you're point. sending them to Martha's Vineyard. Sure. I mean, you're trying to prove a point and I understand it. I get it. And it had been point taken at, at, at that. But are we solving this issue? No. I, I don't I don't think no. so. You no. know, this is this is all political. It's being politicized no. and it's being done in order to garner votes. Shit like and, that. And it's all it's all part of the, the, the problem that we've had for decades mm -hmm. with what where are the poor people going to live? Because right. you have you know, you have Section 8 housing. Most people don't know that in almost all middle class neighborhoods, especially townhouse developments or apartments, uh, you have uh, pockets of, of Section 8 housing, and you're not supposed to know. And there's, I guess, there's a reason why. Mm -hmm. So you, you know, you may have one of your neighbors you don't know Section 8 housing, and maybe, but nobody wants that. Everybody gets upset, you know, like near me. If they build a new apartment complex, none of us like it yeah. because we know it's going to be poor people moving in there, and it may it may hurt our property value. So that's the problem. Is that now we don't have the power of Martha's Vineyard, or anything like that, but. It gets to the hypocrisy because they say the, all those people, probably, I think they something like 80 some percent voted for Joe Biden or 90 percent or something. So, you know, they're considered good liberals and good standing. So they care about, you know, people of, uh, you know, persons of color. And I, 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 they don't even talk about poor people. Have you noticed that? Nobody says about the poor anymore. 
It's like a, the pores does it just it doesn't even get this. It's like ecology. What happened to poor? They ain't talking about it anymore. But so I don't know what they call you just be low income people or something, which describes half of America. But uh, but they where are these people supposed to live? And the point is not in my neighborhood. I don't know, but not in my neighborhood. And that's what everybody thinks. Don't put them here. Don't put them here. But if we're if you're if you have them around you, you better not complain about what they're doing or you're a racist. Mm-hmm. And that's the essential hypocrisy. And, you know, it, it goes back to a, a different uh, situation, but it's kind of similar, right, to, to poor people, homeless people here in the United States, in particular in California, that they're trying to put up in five star hotels when 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 uh, yeah. when these uh, rooms are not occupied and they're trying to force, you know, the, the and I, I never make arguments on behalf of these filthy rich people, man, but damn it. Like, where do we draw the line here? Like, I mean, you're forcing people to to have like uh, hotels to house the homeless people that may or may not be men- mentally unstable. There's I mean, and th- this is a problem, you know, yeah. all, all together, like what 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 they're forcing people to do. But also, I just I want to I, I want to throw in one more thing um, and get your thoughts on it. The same can be done on the conservative side of things with abortion. They talk about it all the time. Right. Oh, don't you know, um, who's going to take these kids? You know, how many how many conservatives are actually going to put up, you know, or shut up that are actually going to walk the walk? And I will take your child. There are some very good people out there that would do it. But that's a very small minority. There's the hypocrisy on both sides. Right now, we're highlighting the hypocrisy of the left because it's incredibly hypocritical. Um, What they do, what they say, they never really walk the walk they just talk the talk that's all they do and when they're put to test you see what happens um but uh, but the same can be said on on other issues on the conservative side as well right. you know it's just a a a batch of hypocrisy okay guys we'll give you the clo- closing thoughts and then we'll move on to our final topic tony what's up i agree with you on the abortion issue too we're starting to see a lot of the fake conservatives and the rhinos and the gopers they're starting to distance themselves from being so pro-life now that the Supreme Court ruled it over and overturned Roe v. Wade, because now it's yeah. reality. And yeah. it says the same thing about immigration. Uh, you know, I wear this green uh, wristband, and I've worn this since 2019. I interviewed a wonderful lady named Sabina Durden uh, back in, when I was in uh, the radio row for uh, immigration reform in 2019. And um, her son, Dominic Durden, was killed by an illegal immigrant. God bless and she's known as an angel mom. And uh, I will always wear this. She made a, a big impact on me. And it's, it makes me think about, you know, whether we're sending them to Martha's Vineyard or sending them to, to New York City. These are people. Yeah. And the, the, the illegal immigrants are coming because we're telling them to come. Man. We're telling them to yeah. come because we Man. don't have a border. And it's not their fault. They're actually getting funded by Sure. Uh, supranational entities too and soros backed stuff in the un we know that i mean they're, they're funding them to come here as well we saw that and during the big caravans of people during the trump uh, administration yeah, yeah. but i don't want i don't necessarily want them arrested or anything i think we need to make the system where you have to come in legally you have right. to you want to be a migrant worker we need to know who you are all that good stuff all the things like for if you're going to arrest somebody arrest the politicians that allow this that's right. totally this agree. Is the, the criminality is the is the dereliction of duty on behalf of the people that swore an oath to protect our constitution. Totally agree. 100%. And we also need to keep in mind that not only are we telling them to come here, but we are creating and not we, the government of the United States has created the conditions in central and South America uh, where uh, these countries are, you know, uh, struggling. Uh, The people of these countries are, are, are struggling to, to, to eat a meal from day to day. Um, and, uh, and we, uh, the United States is directly responsible for a lot of that. And where are they going to come? You know, they, they, they're, they're going to come up here where they, they, they literally think that the speed, the, the, some people literally think that the streets are paved with gold. <laughs> literally. I'm not, it's, it's the truth. I, 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 my mom is from Honduras. You know, I, I spent three months over there and, and the people, um, the things that you will hear some people say are just so unreal. And they don't believe you when you tell them otherwise. They think you're just trying to hoard your money. And you're like, no, 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 we're broke. <laughs> we're, and they're like, no, no. I mean, and, and, and we'll never be as broke. Well, not never. It's happening now. But uh, uh, the, the, the 
the type of poverty that I saw in Honduras and when I went to Mexico, it, it's just next level, next level poverty. Like I, I was, I was in Mexico going to Chichen Itza to see the, the pyramids and on the road there, what I saw made me feel guilty that I was there, you know? And I was like, my God, like, this is crazy. And I'm, I'm going to, you know, to, to see this pyramid and to eat a, eat a meal and, and dive in a cenote, and then I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to this nice resort, actually, and then I'm going home afterwards. And these people are sh- struggling to live, you know, and they think the United States is 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 the, the place to come. And in a lot of ways, it is. You know, it, it provides these people with, with much-needed income that they send back to their families. You know, uh, I think Tone is right at the end of the day. Um, we need to know who's coming in, who's here, why they're here, and what they can do. And uh, and 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 I think it should be on a case by case basis. Personally, I know that sounds like a big undertaking to take, but it's I think it should be done that way. Who gets to stay and who does, it? you know, um, but but we need to monitor this every single person. That's just the way it is. Um, OK, what else do we got? Tone is gone. I hope he's back. I hope he comes back. But um, oh, OK, yeah, but you're exactly right about that. Yeah. Billy Ray, but there, you know, JFK yeah. was the last uh, president to try to do something about that with his Alliance for Progress. That's been, have you heard about the Alliance for Progress for a long time? <clears throat> he was attempting mm-hmm. to reform, to, he was attempting to let, to get the CIA out of Latin America right. and let them elect their own people right. and uh, to end that. But, you know, you see what happened to him, but, uh, and, you know, coming soon to a city near you, because you, you, the, the situation you described when you're in Mexico, uh, right. you can find something like that in San Francisco and California out there, which is just shameful. But, and I, you know, I talk a lot about immigration and uh, I always try to make people understand that this is not, I'm always on the side of the little guy. There's nobody littler than an illegal immigrant, but right. uh, there's, you know, they're being exploited, but the problem is their presence here is lowering everyone's, well, not everyone, everyone except the actual top, but it's lowering the middle class and the lower right. middle class, the working class standard of living. And that's what we need to all remember. And you're exactly right. So especially the migrants that are traveling from Africa and places like that. Right. Nobody questions, you, you don't think this, this is by design? Do you really think somebody in, uh, I don't know, Haiti or or Ghana or something that is 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 coming here as a migrant Exactly. How does that work? How are they affording the plane ticket? How are they affording? I mean, you don't think that's being coordinated by somebody? Right. This is a, this by design to bring America down. They want basically to have an entire world to be third world and they want to lord over it. It's a plantation fantasy is what it is. They want they just want they just want to watch. We used to call it the spotlight before it became the American free press, which I write for now. They used to talk a lot about the global plantation. Right. And that's what they want. They want a global plantation and uh, they're not going to be the ones working in the fields. No, 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 no. <laughs> Tony, we'll give you th- closing thoughts on this and then we'll move on to a, a little bit of Trump and then we'll get up out of here. What's up, Tony? I, I think Don's 100 percent correct on the global plantation. A lot of this, I call it weapons of mass immigration. It's not the people's fault. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're being they're being weaponized and systematically put yeah. into first world countries to collapse the system, uh, to not give the melting pot a chance to work. Assimilation is dead. Uh, right. This is again, this is again, not their fault, but they're they're being they're pawns in this game. Uh, and you were seeing this is a big part of uh, bringing the United States uh, down to to initiate the great, great reset, in my opinion. Agreed 100%. Thank you, everybody in the chat. Um, I want to say what's up to some of y'all in a sec. Let's get to this real quick. Let's just touch on it before we get out of here, man. Um, so so Donald Trump is in, like, openly, like, I mean, posting stuff, QAnon stuff, like him with a, with a I don't know, with a Q pin or something, saying the storm is coming, and posted this. And, and ultimately... Uh, while a lot in the QAnon community are, are like looking at this as validation, they're like, look, Q is real. Look what look what Trump is doing. This is what's going to cost Trump the election if he decides to run. This is going to cost Trump the election. If, if you think that, you know, it, it's all, um, you know, people are decide, deciding whether or not they're getting in there and all that. That's fine. I, I come from a place where I think they let the people decide from the last two people that are up there. You know, they let they let you decide either way. They're going to get what they want. They're going to give you a semblance of that. You are actually involved in the process and you're really not. But I mean, that's where I come from with this. Right. And I think the people 
I think the mainstream is going to have a real easy time dismantling this dude if he keeps doing crap like this, you know, um, and and uh, and somebody like DeSantos keeps doing what he's doing. It's going to become real evident real quick, you know, and even if Trump gets the nomination uh, by the Republican Party and goes on to face, I don't know whom at this point, it can even be Joe Biden again. Him doing stuff like this will cost them the election. It, it, it's in in my opinion. Go ahead, Tone. We'll get done, and then we're we're out of here. What's up, Tone? Well, I think you're right, I, and I'm I'm starting to think that maybe Trump is perhaps not running to be king, but kingmaker mm. at this point. No, he's already that kind of right. He could be he could be just the kingmaker. It may not be possible for him. I mean, even with mm. the the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, and I thought, well, he just got boosted up by his own, you know his own uh, base is just loving him more and more. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I see. I think that they're dumping a lot of stuff in his lap. I, I just the undercurrents of other conservative hosts now saying they're going to back DeSantis, that yeah. Trump failed. I'm seeing this more and more. It's the beginning mm-hmm. of it. Um, but what worries me uh, for these Republicans, and I know a great many of them because I used to be one, is you need to be careful because it looks like this is a spoiler type deal where Trump cancels out DeSantis and you get somebody like a Nikki oh. Haley. You got to, <laughs> that's that's the dog horse, right? The, the yeah, yeah. Right, right. No, that makes a lot of sense. You got to look out for that. That right. makes a lot of sense. Don, what are say, you thinking? Oh. Trumpenstein Project. Oh, I'm sorry. Tom. I'm sorry. I was just going to say real, real quick before Don, but you called this, Billy. I said yesterday on my show, and you, you're you like the guy on the big short about this thing with, the, with the, you know, when he called up what was going to happen to the housing market. You told me what was going to happen with QAnon and Trump, and I didn't, I didn't think that was possible. Man, you nailed it. Uh, it's nothing to brag about, right? Unfortunately, <laughs> you're right. I, I, I wish I was totally wrong, and I still wish I am. Um, Don, so uh, Trumpenstein, yeah. there's Bidenstein, we got Hillarystein <laughs> project, yeah, um, we got a bunch of them. <clears throat> Tell us what's up, yeah, they're all monsters, that's for sure. So they all fit the bill, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, but yeah, this is this is perfectly in keeping with Trumpenstein because it's uh, the QAnon thing. It was part and parcel of that. Obviously, it was a CIA, uh, probably CIA, came out oh, of some yeah. intelligence agency. Oh, yeah. But for him at this point, you know, why is he embracing it now? I mean, after and again, but this is after years of absurd failed predictions and especially about him. Right. So he's basically embracing his own psyop publicly. I mean, to say, yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't all these things I was going to do and I never did them. I mean, you know, it's just. It's very sad because I think some of the good people that had me on their shows, I don't know for sure, but I think some of them apparently are still this where we go one, we go all stuff. I think they're actually still believing. I, I don't know how that's possible. You, that's that's having the faith of a, a puppy dog. I, I don't I don't know how you can possibly after all this. But for Trump to to embrace this now is very curious. And but, but then why not go all the way? Because he's because he's an actor. Because if he wasn't an actor, he was actually embracing this. Well, first of all, it, it was all designed where he was the main white hat, wasn't it? Is that the idea? So obviously he knew about it before. I mean, you know, he's suddenly finding out about it. But why isn't he openly talking about it then? So, you know, we're, don't worry about it. Behind the scenes, we're in charge. I mean, if he said it, it would still be ridiculous. But at least it would be a step up. If he said, oh, you know what? Things are going on behind the scenes. You don't know. You know, we got lots of prosecutions and stuff. And uh we're we're doing it. We're they don't think we're in charge, but we are. Of course, it would still be ridiculous. But hearing him say it might make uh, you know I don't know at least uh, something different. But yeah, I, I don't I don't I, I don't pretend to know, and I don't make any predictions. I don't know what they're going to do if they're going to have DeSantis uh, or. Uh, but I, I can't believe that with the way Trump transformed Republicans with his fake promises and you know make America great again. I, I would be shocked. Even I, I don't think they'd be stupid enough to ever fall for Nikki Haley or any kind of rhino again. I don't think. I don't know, but I could be wrong because obviously they've they've done it before. But uh, whatever. The only prediction you make is whatever whatever happens, it will not be anything to make the lives of uh, the vast majority of the people any better. One hundred percent. Can't argue with that. Tony, do you have something to say? No, Don's 100% on that. Whoever wins, we lose. Let's put right. It that way. right. Whoever wins, we lose. <clears throat> I want to read this quote, and then we'll get up out of here. Uh, Brissom sent me this uh, about Ali Alexander, one of my favorite people in, in, the, in the Stop the Steal movement. I love Ali Alexander. I don't. I, I really don't like Ali, <laughs> Ali Alexander, just to let you know. But look at what he said. 
I, and I don't even know what platform this is. They're on Truth Social or on Gab or on Telegram. Be careful of all of these platforms. You can you can be there. Just have your eyes wide open. Be very careful. Anyway, so here's Ali Alexander. January 6th will be remembered and taught long after the great American empire ends. Kind of flattering. In the same way people debate Christopher Columbus's role in not discovering America, they'll fight over Trump's role and my role in the origin <laughs> of it all. Super flattering. Uh, Drake and Jay-Z won't be referenced as long as my name is. I don't even know what that means. Um, but, but, but this guy um, is delusional. He he is like like literally waking up in the morning thinking that his name yeah. is going to be like held up as he like a freedom fighter for this country, you know. And and this is the mentality of so many people in this. And and it shows it, it's they're not in it for the people. They're in it for glory. They they want to be glorified. They want to be remembered as a Paul Revere. Ali Alexander is not Paul Revere. <laughs> He is not George Washington. He may be in his own head, but that's about it. All right. So th this is this is what we need to look. I mean, be on these platforms and, and see what they're doing. But ultimately, come on. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here on America Unplugged yet another week. We appreciate all of you. You know, we do. Who is here? Wolfman Jack. What is going on? John one four nine. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Jason Barker was here. What's going on? We love you, man. Uh, John Henry three seven seven. Seven. What's up, buddy? How are you? Uh, Tom Cooper, who, who's always, he goes everywhere, all over the place, and post Tony Arterburn for president. Everywhere. <laughs> you, just see, <laughs> you, just, you just see him show up everywhere. I was over on Wayne McCroy's channel the other day, and I see Tom Cooper, Tony Arterburn for president. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, all right. I'm down. I'm down. I'll vote for Tony. You got your um, campaign manager there, Tom Cooper. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Wolfman Jack, what's up? What's up? There's there's some other people. I saw Colin in there. What's up, Colin? How you doing? And Christ, greetings and blessings to you. We appreciate you. Uh, Chris Graves. Chris, um, he's making the rounds, dude. Like, like it's uh, everywhere. He is all <laughs> over the place. He, he was on with um with uh Deborah Getch Red Pill. <laughs> yeah. Popped up. I'm like, look at Chris Graves. I'm like, I'm like, this is great. I get to listen to this while I'm walking around. So that that was dope. He's always with Tone. He's down with Don. He comes on with me sometimes, but he's all over the place. He, like he's completely branched out and left us behind. Thanks a lot, Chris Graves. No, but what he actually did do was he looked up the Queen and those missing children, and he of left course. about three links in in the boy. chat. I, I copied <laughs> one great. of them, but I'm gonna ask him to, to to send me the rest on Twitter. Cool. So if you can do that, buddy, we'd appreciate it. Um, anybody else we missed? Uh, what's up? Uh, we love you. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you for uh, the tips. Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. Tell the people where they can find you. Arter, you can find me at arterburn.news or you can find me at wisewolfgoldensilver.com or here at americaunplugged.com. Fantastic. John Cooper gave us $20. What's going on? Thank you, John Cooper. We appreciate you. He says, great show as always. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. The legendary Don Jeffries is here with us, ladies and gentlemen, week after week after week. Can you imagine the enthusiasm that uh, Tony and I get to do a show with him every week? We appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> Tell the people what's up. Uh, well, donaldjeffries.media is my website. You can find out about me. And tonight, tomorrow morning, I'm, a, I'm back on Coast to Coast, uh, th 3 to 5 a.m. Eastern. They gave me a killer spot, boys. I'm I'm going to have to rest up for that, but uh, I don't usually run out of energy, but hopefully I'll be able to do that. 3 to 5 a.m., so it's you know it's either, depending on where you are, it's either, uh, I guess it would be tomorrow, actually, technically a.m. anyhow, but it's tonight, tomorrow morning, 3 to 5 a.m. Eastern, and uh, so I, I want to make sure people hear it that are listening to this because, you know, I'm shadow banned on social media, so I post it on Facebook, and I'll probably have a handful of people that see it out of my 5,000 friends, and Twitter will probably be about the same, so hopefully... They can't shadow ban this audience. So if you want to hear me uh, pontificate further, uh, along with the 8 to 10 million uh, listeners, uh, yeah, so that's why I love getting that. That's the biggest possible platform right. that uh, any conspiracy guy can get. So I love going on Coast to Coast. Fantastic. Go to Coast to Coast AM. It, it'd be dope when we launch freeworld.fm that you get one of those slots and just plug it there. 
Can't we yeah. have nothing to plug right now? But if if we did, that'd yeah. be dope. Congratulations, Don. I hope you you sell a lot of books and and you reach a lot of people. You you'll definitely reach a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, make sure I'll listen. <laughs> I haven't listened to Coast in a bit, but I, I'll make sure I tune in for that. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, the real Raybo. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I see you in the chat. God bless you, man. Um, love. Uh, thank you for your contributions and coming in here. Harps is there. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good to see you as usual. Hey. Uh, the infinite fringe.podbeam.com, the infinite fringe on Apple Podcast, and uh, of course, right here, AmericaUnplugged.com, America Unplugged on Rockfin. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, video investigator Gary McBride is on a marathon hunt for January 6th secrets, Chris Graves says. Yeah. Chris Graves wants me to interview him. I think I will, but he's good. You, I'm, I'm gonna give him quite a bit of pushback. Uh, let's see. Let's see what develops. Um, uh, but it, it should make for an interesting conversation. So I, I think I'll reach out to him on Chris's recommendation. All right, guys, let's get up out of here. Tone, are you going to be able to play us out today? Is that going to be a, a, a reality or should I just sing? I, I think you should. We should hum our way out. And next week, <laughs> next week, next week, I'll have it fixed as a computer issue. But uh, yeah, I'll have it solved. All these wonderful uh, donations and contributions. We'll put it towards mm-hmm. something useful. Fantastic. OK. You know the deal. We're not going to hum out. I was going to sing, but we'll save we'll save that for Christmas. For Christmas, I'll sing Summertime Blues. How about that? I was singing it this morning. I'm pretty good at it. I sound very good. Anyway, let's get up out of here, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Do not burn the place down while we are gone. We'll see you next week, Lord willing, okay? America Unplugged. Take it easy. Goodbye. 